the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and welcome to Iron Real Estate. As you most likely should know by now, um, we are the best real estate show on the real estate market all across the country. And by the way, all across the country, it is extremely hot. And we're here to help you operate and learn the best decisions for you, whether you're a buyer or a seller or you need financing or you need an attorney. We're anything real estate call us for the experts. And remember, knowledge is power. And for most people, this is the biggest investment you will ever make. And you need to do it wisely with as much information as you can. And when they give you information, the news, it's kind of general information. It's not specifically for you. So your goals and where you're looking to go are very important. I am very pleased because we have such a special guest on um, at the 11th hour, and that is Joan London, who she helped wake up, and I remember, millions of Americans as the host of Good Morning America for two decades. And as a journalist, a busy working mom, and part of the sandwich generation, which means your sandwich with parents, children, and part of the sandwich generation, Joan knows a thing or two about the realities of being an aging woman in our society today. Joan is leading health and wellness, and she's a leading health and wellness advocate. Okay, and she has, if I'm not mistaken, I think seven children of her own. And she speaks all over the country about women's health and how to successfully. And of course, we all want to do that the best way we can. Joan's latest book, which I've read and it's wonderful, um, is on how to age successfully. She, the name of it is, Why Did I Come Into This Room? A Candid Conversation About Aging. And she is really being, all over the country, people are reading it. It's raw, it's funny, and you will love it. We're excited to welcome her, and I'm so thrilled she's coming on today. Of course, we'll be joined at the beginning of our second hour by the show's resident legal expert, attorney Steve Ebert. Or is it ever? I always say it wrong. Um, a partner at the prestigious firm, Catherine Casson, and he's in to fill us on the latest legal developments in the business. And of course, if you have any questions along the way, feel free to call us at 866-970-9622. And even if we can't get you on the air, we'll try to answer your questions. And if there are any, because I have been pretty sick with pneumonia, that people have called and left me a message and I didn't get back to you, just email me again or leave your number with the, 
with the man that answered the phone, and I will get back to you. Ion Real Estate is sponsored by Citizens Bank, the place to go for a mortgage or just to get a mortgage or get information. And remember, it costs nothing to get information, and information is power, okay? So make sure you get all that information. You can check out their website at citizensbank.com or call them at 800-922-9999. That's 800-922-9999. I also must tell you that Citizens Bank is the name Citizens because that's why the bank was founded. Now, Citizens, regular people like you and me, and just not big corporations, although they do themselves. They do everybody. But everyone's an individual with different goals. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little leftover of my pneumonia. Last year, Citizens was the third largest lender in the Northeast, and you can easily find more information. And you can get them 24 hours, seven days a week, whenever it's convenient for you. Now, it's, of course, my pleasure to introduce my longtime co-host for the first hour of the show, the senior vice president and someone I admire, like you can't even believe, um, and the director of strategic sales at Citizens Bank, my friend and colleague, Ace Butterfield. Hi, Ace. How are you this morning? Hi, Dottie. Good morning. And I, I want to first off, you know, really uh, want to wish you a fast recovery. I know you have pneumonia and you know, for our listeners, she's so dedicated to the show. And, um, you know, she called me last night. She wasn't feeling too well. And she said, Ace, the show must go on. So I want to I wish you a fast, fast recovery. And uh, well, we're thank so you. lucky to have you I on the show. I love medication. I think I should be getting better soon. But, you know, like I said, you know, I Good. learned when I was a cheerleader. No matter what happens, yeah. the show must go on. So, the show the must show go on. And, and Dottie... Our our guest on the second hour, Joan, seven kids. Oh my goodness, that that is. Uh, well, you know, you I know, remember that's... watching Joan when I was a young. She was like one of the first women, you know, co-host. She was a host, and yeah. she's really. I was on her show a couple of times because when she did her book, um, I was supposed to go to her book opening, but we had COVID, so it was locked down. You know, so we you know. So then I did some podcasts for her, and I really got to know her. And she is truly a remarkable woman. She's bright. She's beautiful. She's smart. And how she manages her career and the kids and her husband, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. I think I think that's really tough. So I'm excited. I know. To I'll, I'll, I'll have to tune in for the second hour as well, Dottie. But, look, uh, today's She's Saturday. amazing. I, I yeah, she's she's she is amazing. So I'm excited for our listeners. But it's going to be a beautiful day today, Dottie. I hear it's going to be 90 degrees. Uh, We're going to have a heat wave, um, and I'm so I know, happy it's, it's, because uh, it, I it mean, was it, a very I've been waiting cold for this. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's going to be nice, what? Dottie. It's going to be nice. When people say to me, "Oh my God, it's so hot, so hot," I'm like, "Listen, think about zero degree weather. I'll take the heat any day." Any day, okay. any day, Dottie. Although, I don't know, Ray, I remember when you went to that Igloo Hotel or wherever the hell you went, okay, where it's an ice hotel. Oh, the ice hotel. I don't know. Oh, my goodness, Dottie. I was in Sweden, and uh, I was at the ice hotel. Did you tell everybody about that hotel? 
Uh, it was an experience I'll never forget, Dottie. First of all, it was expensive, okay? Uh, the I, I think per night it was about 1500 a night. Um, you know, and, and, and look, I never stay at a hotel that's around 1500 a night. But this one time I just wanted to, you know, just have that overall experience. And you're staying in an igloo. The hotel is made out of, out of ice. You're sleeping on a sleeping bag, and if anyone's ever slept on ice, it's not that comfortable, right? It, it seems like you're sleeping on a on a, on a pile of a, a two by four. And um, if you needed to go to the bathroom, you had all these clothes on, and it was just it was just it was a great experience, but probably once in a lifetime experience for me, Dottie. So, but uh, it was great. It was a great story coming back. But you experienced it, and by the way, folks. But I experienced I it would... exactly. We were taking we were taking shots at the ice bar. Uh, with uh, ice glasses, it was, it was very cute. With with uh, gloves on, by the way, so it was great. Well, folks, I would recommend it on your honeymoon. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you're going through a bit of divorce. Anyhow, exactly that that that'll be a great place to go. Anyhow, <laughs> what's going on, Doc? There is so much going on today, and I, you know, I'm a news buff, and I watch all the stations, so I try to get like. Different points of view because, you know, every station has its own bias of what they feel. And I try to kind of listen to it all and make my own decisions, which is like what I think everyone should do. So that's why I try not to listen to one any one particular station. I try to hear all different views. But we we you know, look what Wall Street rumbled to the edge of a bear market yesterday after another drop for stock. Briefly sent, and I briefly sent the S&P 500 more than 20% below its peak set earlier this year. The S&P index was the heart, is the heart of most workers. You know, people 401ks, most of them are heavily invested in that. And it was down as much as 2.3%. And um, it came back a bit, but not much. But it did came back and had, I think, a small gain. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think it was 0.01% by the end of the day. We have rising interest rates. You know, we have high inflation. We have the Ukraine war, um, a slowdown in China's economy. Um, then they're all pushing stocks and raising fears about, and they're starting to say the R word, recession, which, by the way, sells papers. So remember, you know, papers have to be a little dramatic. I don't really, at this point, I'm not an expert. No one knows, but I don't necessarily, I don't see a recession. But they are starting to point that out. I mean, that sells papers. Um, so today, you know what I want to talk about is how will this affect you? What decisions should you be making now? Okay. What yes, do you I, know about the real estate market? What if you're in the process of looking for property? Um, and let me just say this. The millennials, and I'll just give you some facts. The millennials are out there buying houses. This has not stopped them. And right behind the millennials are the next generation pool. Okay, that are younger than 40, and the Generation X, and they're right behind the bunch. So we have plenty of buyers. We have plenty of people who want to buy and are not deterred. We have very little inventory across the country, so we have a lack of interest 
inventory and everyone knows supply and demand. So supply can't keep up with the demand. So how do you think this affects things, Ace? Yeah, that's right, Dottie. And, and look, it's it's almost like a psychological warfare, right, Dottie? Uh, yesterday in the stock market, if you looked at the Dow Jones industrial average, it fell about 1,100 points, you know, about 3.6%. Yeah, decline. S&P 500 was at, at a 4% decline, and, then, and the NASDAQ dropped about 4.7%. So when you look at the S&P 500 and the Dow, probably had its worst day since June 11, 2020. But with that being said, whenever there's news um, and whenever there's bad news about the market, you know, about the R word recession, people tend to, you know, sort of get get scared and they and they hesitate. Right. And one of the things that I want to tell our folks is that if you're not selling your stock, you, it's only a paper loss. What does that mean? Right. It, it just means that it's it's um, it's a mental state of mind. And one of the things that I want to tell our folks is when there's turmoil in the stock market, when there's turmoil in the Ukraine, you know, in terms of a war, there's high inflation, there's huge opportunities, right? So I just want our listeners to really remember that sometimes if you, if you stay on the sidelines, you're going to sort of miss the opportunity. And when you look back 10 years from today, you may be regretting and telling yourself, why was I just scared and sitting on the sidelines because this is when people are saying hold on to your cash you know don't make any um, frivolous decisions which is true but as it pertains to investments this is probably one of the best times to probably get into the stock market dollar cost average uh, some of your holdings and in real estate especially Dottie you just mentioned it's a very very robust marketplace there's so many people that are still looking to buy especially the millennials they're making up about 65 to 75% of the first home time buyers. Many of them are actually 39, 40 years old now. And they've never seen um, inflationary go up to around 7% in their lifetime, right? And they've never seen rates rise from 3% to 5.5% this quickly. So for them, it's, a, it's almost like a shock value. But I just want to remind our listeners that in the 1980s, I'm sure the millennials' parents can actually share their stories. They saw rates go from 13% to 18%. And, you know, they had inflationary, really, I would say the inflation rate back then was at 14%, so double of what we're seeing today. And they still survived, and they still held on to their properties. And, you know, it, it's almost like a cycle, Dottie. Now, what I want folks to realize is that I just mentioned 13, 14% rates. So holistically, even though we feel today in this environment that going from 3% to 5.5% seems really, really high and very quickly, but on a macro level, it's still at a very low interest rate environment. So I just want our list listeners to put things into perspective, right? Yes, it's gone up. Yes, it's gone up fairly quickly, but overall, we're still below 6% which I really feel, you know, if you have a rate of around 6%, 5.5%, 4%, you're still at an all-time low, and folks can take advantage of different products. You know, sit down with a loan officer. You don't always have to go with a 30-year fixed rate. There's adjustable rate mortgages where the rates will be um, lower, and it's locked in for a fixed uh, number of years. There's, you know, a 15-year mortgage, a 20-year mortgage. So there's so many different options. There's there a lot is. of optionality. 
in, in today's environment, uh, Dottie, and you say this all the time, right? You, knowledge is power. And I think that's the reason why we do this show every single Saturday is really to, to provide that information so that our listeners can go out and make the best choice possible for their financial decisions. So, And we're not newscasters that are just broadcasting things that we hear. We are in Correct. We're in there. We're right in the mix. We're right in the market. We're we're we're, yeah. we're on the ground level. You know, we're taking your we're, questions, and yeah, that's uh, that, that's true, Dottie. We're not we're not just giving you um, hearsay news, right? We're we're actually living right. it every single day with you guys. And you know what? There's many things you can do, but you know, I spoke to a lot of people, and some people will move into more affordable areas, or as I said, one week weeks ago with some of the fringe areas. Some will stretch their budget, but be careful when you do that. But remember something. If you are not planning to move in the next couple of years and you are not planning to sell your stocks, then just sit with it. You know, you know, it's really, you know, everything has its cycles and they will pass. Um, others will compromise what their needs and wants are. And I always tell you, when you start to buy a home, make a piece of loosely paper, want what you'd like to have and what you need to have and concentrate on the needs. And as I said, make sure you go to ACE or someone at Citizens and get pre-approved for a mortgage so that when you do make an offer, that seller, because the seller now has to know, you've got to look at more than just a price. You want to make sure the person that you're going to end up signing your home over to is qualified to get a mortgage. And if somebody right. qualified eight, what if somebody qualified, like somebody called Citizens four months ago, and of course the rates were lower, should they, re, should they call now and have a, a, a follow-up call to see if they can afford the same thing at these rates? They, they they definitely should, Dottie, because someone that got pre-approved, let's say, even four months ago, uh, would have been pre-approved at right around 3%. Now, if you if you go for a pre-approval or you're looking at an interest rate, you're probably looking at an interest rate of 5.5%. That's a 40% increase in your monthly payments, which could push you uh, to not being being qualified for the loan for that price point that you're looking for. So you just have to really just go go and update your pre-approval with your loan officer. Make sure they're running the numbers with the new rate. And a lot of clients may need to reset their expectations, meaning they have to reset their perspective, right? Because right now, I think what a lot of folks are doing is they're extending themselves a little bit too much, Dottie, where their their payments are now 50% of their income. And that's where you can get into a little bit of trouble, right? So in times like this, I, I always advise our listeners and clients to really reevaluate their situation, make sure that they're not overextending themselves. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's really good to sit down with a loan officer and just analyze, right? Like, this is the dream home that I'm looking for. But in this environment, maybe I'll adjust it a little bit. And when the market turns a little bit better and I'm getting better returns on my investments, maybe I can then move up in, in, in a home uh, I, I guess the step up, okay. right? But Dottie, I think yes. we have a break coming up. Yes, so we're going to continue talking about this subject. It's very important. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know that the battle for the heart and mind of this country is underway. In New Jersey Congressional District 5, there is a very important race, and it is being waged by two very serious campaigns. Frank Pallotta, who was the nominee last go-around, and challenger Nick DeGregario, who would like to take that mantle this time and win the seat. What will happen? Join us May 23rd from 3 to 8 p.m. at Giovanni's Bicycle Club in Englewood Cliffs, to watch a live debate, weigh in with a straw poll, and help decide who will represent you in Washington in the days to come. Of course, the winner will end up battling Josh Gottheimer for that seat, and we will bring you gavel-to-gavel coverage. 3 to 4 o'clock, we've got a live interview with each of the candidates, and then from 7 to 8 that evening, we'll be on air with a debate moderated by yours truly and representatives of both campaigns. Join us from 3 to 8, Giovanni's Bicycle Club, Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey, And from 4 to 6, don't forget the meet and greets with the candidates and yours truly. We'll see you then. New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge. Your plan for calm. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org. There, the rescue dog had very flaky skin, dropping a lot of fur. And LeVette wanted to do steroid injections. I was at a dead end. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Probably six weeks after we started using Dynavite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch. It was awesome. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynavite for 90 days. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. After driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, we believe Mitsubishi Motors now launches its most exciting lineup ever. Get thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Choose from a wide selection of trim levels in either front-wheel drive or all-wheel control, all featuring the flexibility of third-row seating. With special finance and lease programs, you'll be sure to find just the right Mitsubishi Outlander for you. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com. That's FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family. You can't keep going. That's where My Computer Career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? You learn online from home, and My Computer Career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. 
Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Visit SalemSurroundNewYork.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back, and I'm here with Ace Montesquieu-Pop, my co-host. We're talking about inflation, rising interest rates, the war in the Ukraine, and what that means to everybody, and what you should do to be proactive. But let me say this. Amid high inflation, a volatile stock market, drums of war, property can be a very safe place to invest. Real estate has been acting as a substitute for bonds for a really long time now. Financial markets have had a wild ride so far in 2022 with dramatic swings in both stocks, cyber currency values, the specter of inflation causing a broader U.S. economy, and now Russia's invasion of Ukraine leading to an acute geographical tension as well as short-term plunges in the stock market. While investors have always learned on leaned, and they've leaned pretty much on residential property, particularly in New York City, as a stable cornerstone in any well-balanced portfolio. This volatile moment may be creating a particular incentive for affluent buyers to, to move more of their holdings into real estate property. Now, although, let's face it, inflation is a major concern, Finances are flocking to property in communist times. It's hardly a brand new phenomenon. People have done that. And I and I and as you said, Ace, I bought my first house like fifteen percent, something of that nature. <laughs> I refinanced it. Real estate is, acts as a substitute for bonds, and the world is now a place that's not nearly as safe as we thought it might be. But when people perceive the world is getting riskier, they save. They tend to save more, not less, and real estate continues to be the asset of choice to preserve principle and provide appreciation. And remember, most people made most of their money in real estate. Thir- I, I will actually not Thursday, Friday's roller coaster in the stock market underscores the point with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, sending stocks spiraling in the morning. And of course, as I said, Friday we snapped back a bit. But we just have to kind of hold and see what happens. Now, if you're in a place now, and I think I had a question from one of the networks called me and said, well, Dottie, what's the difference between what happened? I think it was in the 70s when the interest rates went up, if not mistaken, 70s, early 80s, to now. What's the difference? What differences do you see now? And why do you see less defaults? And Ace, why don't you tell everyone, like, I, I, I'm i trying to get my years right, but I do remember when there were mortgages that they were stated income mortgages where I could call you and say, Ace, I make a million dollars a year. By the way, I just made that up. But my credit is good. 
and you and you'd say, okay, you say you make a million dollars a year. We're not going to check that. We're just going to make sure your credit's good, and we're going to give you that money. Tell them, tell everybody that's listening, why it's a lot safer now, and what 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 the the banks have done in the last couple of years to make sure that people really have enough money to buy. Yeah, Dottie, it's a it's a couple of fundamental um, sort of key points that we, that we want to highlight, right? I think back in the 80s and uh, even 70s, there were these stated income programs, uh, no income check programs. I, I, I read that Greenpoint Mortgage, they were one of the biggest yes. ones that issued. Yeah, they were. I, I dealt with they, them. They were, right, Dottie? So if you were around oh, yes, during were. times purchasing a home, uh, you, would, you, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. So um, and, and since 2008 and 2009, most recently, uh, during our, our latest recession, you know, we learned that the reason why we went into a recession was that banks were lending out loans uh, to customers that couldn't afford. And, you know, one of the biggest sort of leading indicators for the recession was the defaults of mortgages and all, the, all of these mortgage-backed securities that, that these investors purchased. So what happened? We sort of learned from our mistakes, and we finally – Create, created more stringent guidelines, meaning you have to have really good credit. We went away from no income check programs, so every single loan was a full documentation loan. So we are in an environment where today you have to put a, a good percent down in order to qualify, uh, although there are programs where you can put 5 to 10% down, but you have to have really good credit. And what's important, Dottie, is you have to have good income. So your debt to income, which really means your your income comparative to your housing expense and all other debts really need to be at a 23 to 36% ratio, uh, which is a good ratio for you to be in, right? So banks are really uh, stringent upon checking your credit, checking your income, checking your assets, where in the past they were a lot more lenient. And as long as you had a pulse or a um, social security number, you had a loan, right? So <laughs> it's, a, it's a little but, bit different you know, in today's environment. Ace, maybe you can explain, because I remember when I first got into the real estate business, we had to do this all longhand. So we would get a buyer in and we'd say, okay, what do you make? You know, and if you're married, you know, or you're buying a house with someone, you add the, those two incomes together. Then you take yes. all your expenses or your debts, right? That's right. And you subtract That's right. them. You sub so, yeah, you so you can do this yourself. You subtract the You can do this yourself. Would you tell correct. everyone how to do that? Yeah, so you're going to take your total liabilities, um, including your new monthly housing expenses. Make sure you sit down with a loan officer. Find out exactly how much you'll be paying for your mortgage, which is your principal and interest. Then you add on your taxes and insurance for the property. And then you'll add all of your other revolving debts for that month. You add that all up, and then you'll divide it by your uh, monthly income. And that should come out with what we call your back-end ratio. And you should have a back-end ratio any, any, anywhere from 38% um, and lower, right? So just take your total debt, divide that by your monthly income, and it's fairly easy. And then you'll get your percentage. So it's, it's a very, very easy formula. Um, it's fundamental math. So you, you guys can do it without, um, with, the, with a simple calculator. And uh, you'll know exactly where your uh, ratios should be. So it should be about 38%. Um, sometimes you can you can actually leverage it up to around 43%, but I highly recommend you to stay right around the 38% level just to give yourself a little bit of 
uh, breathing room when it comes to your cash flow uh, monthly, right? I, I think some of the things that our listeners should really think about going into uh, this type of environment is that there will be programs such as stated income and a lot of these other um, programs available to the to our clients. And I'm seeing it more and more on non-QM loans, which is more non-traditional uh, type of uh, products uh, from different banks. And I think it's a, it's a product of our environment. But just be careful. If you do um, apt to go that route, just remember that the rates are a little bit higher. Um, you have to really sit down with the loan officer to make sure that you're, you know, you're dotting your I's, crossing your T's. But look, in this environment where pr- home prices are continuing to skyrocket because of inventory, um, you know, rates are going up, just make sure that you're building a very, very good team. So I want to emphasize, have a good attorney, have an amazing real estate agent, right? Um, you know, I work with a lot of Douglas Elliman agents and, you know, they're really, really up to speed as to what's going on in the marketplace, where the best deals are, you know, what's up and coming in that neighborhood. A lot of these things will help you, you know, make the best investment for yourself so that you're not paying at the, at the height of the market and you're getting a pretty good deal still, right, with rates being so low and supply chains being um, being a challenge. So just make sure that you're building the right team with the right loan officer, right realtor, and right attorney. And that's going to really put yourself in a really good position in a very competitive marketplace, Dottie. So. Yes, and a few tips. If you're, in, if you're a buyer and you're looking to buy something, do not go and buy any high-priced things. Like, don't go buy a new car. If you're in the midst of quitting a job, if you're buying a home, I would try to stay with the job that I have until I bought my home at least because, you know, the banks look at some, you know, they want to show that, you you know, you have a history of steady work. They don't want to see that, you know, you're jumping around. Okay. And if you're a seller and the broker says, oh, you know, I have Jim Jones or John Smith and they are pre-qualified as a seller. You need to ask that broker, I would like to know when they were pre-qualified. What date were they pre-qualified at? Because as Ace told you earlier, if they were pre-qualified three or four months ago, it was a different interest rate. So I would advise everybody to call who have been pre-qualified a while ago and just update it. Call up someone at Citizens, dial in, whatever's easy, 24-7. And just get an update on that because that's really important. But I have to tell you, I bought, and I was new in real estate. I was brand new when the interest rates were like 15%, and people would say to me, you're coming into the real estate business? Are you nuts? This is the worst business. I'll finish my story as soon as, I'll leave you with a cliffhanger. I'll finish the story as soon as our commercial break is over. Be right back to listen to I am Relief Factor. Pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating tens of thousands of Americans from their daily pain, in me included. But not just me, people like Yvonne from California. This is Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words, pain-free. That should be you. That could be you. Find out today by ordering the three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three 
days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted now with Salem Surround. Look, there's a lot of competition for your brand and the services you provide, but we want you to stand out. How? By making sure people find you faster and easier on the web. By helping you grow your positive online reviews. By bringing you the leads your business needs to thrive. Our team of media strategists are just like you. We live here, work here, and know the communities you're trying to reach. That's because we're local and here to serve you with boots on the ground and the know-how of a nationwide digital agency. At Salem Surround, we do it all. From digital audio to streaming television, SEO to paid search, social media and websites. We're media strategists and we're proud of what we do. There's only one thing we're missing. You. Let's grow together. Visit SurroundNewYork.com. Surround New York. Connecting you to new customers. If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune in to Broadway at the Russian Tea Room, Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. Don't forget to tune in this Sunday night for the fastest-growing political talk show in New Jersey, Real Talk with Ronnie. Join Dr. Ronald Joseph Lynn every Sunday night at 8 as he talks to the biggest names in politics, news, culture, and society. Listen to the day's biggest newsmakers, headliners, trendsetters, and trend breakers. There's a new show in town. It's Real Talk with Ronnie, Sunday nights at 8. Real Talk, real news in real time on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Paragon Tap and Table is one of my favorite places to dine. You can usually find me in there at least once a week, chowing down while enjoying one of their 20 great local craft beers on tap. Join me Thursday, June 16th at 7 p.m. for a beer and food pairing dinner with beer selected from Twin Elephant Brewing that will match up wonderfully with the cuisine. You'll be able to chat with the brewer and myself during the courses of dinner. For more details on the dinner and to purchase tickets, call Paragon at 732-931-1776. For more info on Paragon, head to their website, ParagonNJ.com. Paragon on Tap and Table, 77 Central Avenue in Clark, New Jersey. I hope to see you on Thursday, June 16th. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. I'm here with my co-host, Ace Butter Cupop. We're talking about inflation. The war, recession, properties, and how that's going to affect you when you make a sale. But before we continue, and I have a lot of information to give you, um, I think we have a caller, or maybe it's Doug on the line. Is there a Doug on the line? Good morning. Good morning, Doug. Uh, I, have a senior, I have a senior citizen friend who is renting a studio in a co-op. 
Bob's co-operator lives in another state. She's currently paying 1800 a month, and he's wanting to raise her rent by 600 a month. Is this legal? Well, I can tell you this. I am not. I'm not sure how much they can raise in New York. I just know that I had something in Florida, and they raised my rent to double. And I said, well, how do you, can you do that? And they said, we can. Um, I'll have to ask Steve when he comes on. I'm not sure how much they can raise the rent, but I, I'm not sure that they can't, um, unless it's a rent-controlled or rent-stabilized. Uh, do you have anything on that, Ace? Uh, I am looking that up right now. You know, Stephen should know more, but currently landlords can only raise the rent by two to three percent um, every year. Now there are changes in the in in those type of uh, I guess rent laws, but I believe you know there's a maximum of six percent um, per year. So increasing by six hundred seems really high. But I, I do know in Florida. Uh, some some folks' rent has has actually gone up by double, right? So well, in Florida um, there is the, no cap. Yeah, I think exactly. New York there is no cap. And if you if you want, if you listen to the show at eleven, we'll ask Steve, and if not, we'll we'll send you the answer. But it seems high. But don't forget, you know, it's kind of a balancing act. A lot of the landlords didn't get paid either. So now what I think New York did, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the landlord's responsibility to send you this paper that, you know, tells you your rent and there's a paper that, you know, you can apply. And and I think it's the landlord's responsibility to send it to you um, for subsidies. And obviously, if the government, if New York thinks that you're qualified for a subsidy, they will send the rent to the landlord instead of sending it to you. But there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of red tape in there. Like the landlord can't raise the rent. There's a whole bunch of things, but we'll definitely find that out. That seems like a big steep job. Has she been in, has this person been in the apartment for a long time? Do you know? Oh, okay. So, well, I will uh, get that question answered. That's a very good question, and I'm I'm pretty sure there is something in New York that's a cap. Um, but I do want to say that um, Owl said, Ace, that he would consider two additional half point increases, uh, but not contemplate, you know, to like rise the rates to like ten percent. I mean, like it's a very fine balance. Like we're walking a tightrope. And the feds have to be very careful. But from what they're saying, yeah, they are going to raise the interest rates. I think in June or something like that again, and maybe twice. But they're also smart enough to know they're they're not. It doesn't look like they're going to just jump them like off the wall. What are you hearing, Ace? Yeah, they're going to have to really teeter the uh, the raise of the rates. You know, currently we're some folks are are already um, saying that we're in a mini recession. So. Although the Federal Reserve has announced that they're going to raise rates by at least two two more times around the 50 basis point mark, currently the uh, overnight rate the the overnight rate Fed fund rate is currently at one percent. The target is to get it closer to two percent. So that's you know probably two more rate hikes the rest of the year, 
which probably could get us near the 6% range. Um, but I think everything uh, needs to be tempered a little bit. They're, they're going to have to see what's going on with the, with the Ukraine war. Will there be continued supply chain issues, which I think there will be. But, you know, most likely towards the latter part of this year, we'll probably hit around the 6% range, Dottie. So we'll see what happens um, with their decision to increase rates. But they are planning on increasing rates all the way into uh, the new year as well. So stay tuned. You know, nobody has a crystal ball, but as of right now, folks are saying that there will be two more rate hikes for the rest of the year. Right. But again, it doesn't look like they're going to go to 20% or 16%. It looks like they're dealing with a very fine line. And again, my advice and Ace's advice to you is if you are looking and you are, go to a loan officer and get more than a pre, get a commitment, you know, and lock into the rate. Because, you know, when you get a rate, if you don't lock it in, then if you don't lock in that rate, then, you know, if the rates go down, you're not going to get the benefit. But if they go up, you're going to pay. So we know they're going up. So it's a That's simple correct. thing. We know they are going up. So if you're in the market now buying a home, and by the way, I don't see the market falling apart. I see a steady group of buyers. I think that it won't have the momentum that it had in 21, where everybody was just running out wherever they could buy. But it's a steady market, and we still have more buyers than sellers. And because supply and demand rules what happens, we have more demand than supply. So it should keep the market kind of a little bit slower pace, but still healthy. And for sellers, make sure that person is qualified. It is imperative that you make sure you don't take somebody that you didn't have vetted, that you didn't have a credit report, that haven't been pre-approved. And that is why I hate to tell you, don't try to save a buck. Somebody wrote to me the other day, should I do a for sale by owner? Okay, which is where you don't go to a broker and, you know, you don't pay a commission to the broker and the seller doesn't. Well, two people can't save the same money. And really, it's very hard to negotiate. And you want to make sure that a loan officer has doubly vetted that person to make sure that they qualify for a mortgage and that you don't sit for two or three months to find a rejection. So that's really, really important. Um, but again, I feel the market's strong. The momentum is still strong. And, you know, everything is relative. If you're comparing it to, like, when we had the pandemic, well, everybody was leaving. <laughs> everybody was leaving, trying to get out, trying to get out of the big cities. And now it's calmed down. People have taken advantage of that and said, hey, you know what? I can get some prices that are cheaper. And also you'll see that young people, um, are looking for more affordable uh, options. And, you know, the COVID has changed the way I think we live. And one day I'd love to do a show on just talking about the changes that COVID has brought to us. But one of them is, and again, like me, who have worked seven days a week my whole life, when the pandemic came and I, I kind of thought, oh, it'll be here three weeks and it'll be over, which it wasn't, I think I was losing my mind. And, Every solicitor, every person that I tried to get me for the last 20 years because they had nothing to do. And I said, well, I have nothing to do either, so it's your lucky day. I'll take your call. 
Okay. And all of a sudden, people started using Zoom, which I don't think any of I mean, I never used it before the pandemic. I don't really remember it. But everyone started and learned that there is a way that you can work. Although I don't think anything replaces human interaction. So I think that it's, but I think that we're here going forward with um, what the millennials always wanted anyway, a better balance where you work and you go to the office some days and you can work from home other days. So people are looking for spaces, bigger spaces, and it also affords them the ability to live a little further from the city if they choose to. Um, So that's all changed. And I think that's how you're going to see the workforce. Um, I was in, uh, you know, I'm in New York at the moment, in New York City. And when I tell you, it's jammed. I mean, it is totally jammed. I mean, uh, and I remember, I don't know, it was about a year and a half ago, I came to New York and I, I, I felt I was in the twilight zone. It was like a ghost town. There was no cars. You could just whiz through the city. And now there's traffic and horns. <clears throat> and everything is coming back, and people are itchy. But again, let me give you a word of caution. You know, I have pneumonia. My doctor told me that COVID is up again, and so I know we're all sick of it. I know I'm sick of it. I'm like, I'm done with COVID. I can't handle it anymore. But listen, don't let your guard down so quickly. And for those of you who I do, who do think they have COVID, because you can get the test very easily. They have them at home. If you haven't and you don't have bad symptoms, don't go out. Don't risk giving it to somebody who could really get sick, right? Because we're just not kind of through with this. And I think we're kind of going to have to live with it for the rest of our lives. But hopefully not that many people are dying the way, you know, they did. But I expect this spring. Now, you can listen to both sides of the table. You can hear people say, oh, we're going to have a recession. People are going to have prices are going to go down. I don't see that, at least from where I'm sitting. Now, maybe there's a place in the United States that I don't know of. But for the most part, people are still buying the American dream. And, you know, Ace, we've been doing this show forever. And we've gone through good markets, bad markets, horrible markets, fair markets. And what did we always say? The American dream of home ownership will not die. And it certainly hasn't now. And I go back with Ace when I think it was like 07 or 08 when, when the banks, you know, people were pulling their money out of the bank. Yeah. And everyone said, oh, these children will never buy houses. They saw their parents lose money. They're never going to buy houses. They're going to be responsible. That was the exact opposite. They like home ownership. And remember something. The only people that lost money were people that, A, bought at the height of the market and had to sell like a year later when the market dropped. Or a lot of people took huge home equity loans and wiped out all their equity. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't take home equity loans and that you shouldn't make your money work for you. But, B, again, consult with a financial person on how much that should be. Because there are opportunities, and I'm telling you this, and I kid you not, I've always worked so much. I didn't, how can I put it? I could have paid more attention to buying and selling, but I was running a company. 
I am now personally looking for investments. Okay, I'm not looking for twenty million. I'm looking for nice investments that people can take a, an hour's ride and get out of where they are. And I think if you if you really put your head to the market and you follow it, you can find some good things. And as Ace said, if you get familiar with the different types of mortgages, you you know, I mean, you might be able to find a mortgage where you don't have to put so much money down. Another note, if your parents, the bank of mom and dad, which is the best bank to borrow from personally, but if they are going to lend you money, Ace, don't they have to send it to you ahead of time or something of that nature? Yeah, if they're going to give you a gift, uh, Dottie, that's really what what uh, what's commonly done with uh, with parents. You, you really just have to do it ahead of time because the banks will check the source of funds. So you'll have to fill out a gift letter, which will require your parents to show their bank statement to show the withdrawal of the money going into your account. And then you'll have to show your bank statement to, to show the receivable of that, of that uh, gift coming in. So, you know, they just want to make sure that there's no money laundering or anything like that and that it's coming from a real account. So you'll just have to get that sort of ahead of time. And uh, it's, always, it's always encouraged to do it a little That's bit before. That's why it's so important to really get all of this done. You know, like if you're planning, you know, and even if you never buy a house, it doesn't hurt you to have it done so that if something comes up, you're prepared to go. Because, you know, great deals. Everyone says, oh, Dottie, can you get me a great deal? Well, listen, everyone wants, no one says, oh, Dottie, can you get me the most overpriced house that you know of? Everyone wants a great deal. And deals happen. And, you know, people are smart today. People don't give free things away. But you can find good deals, but you have to know the market. You have to be on it. When your broker tells you to go see something, you need to go. And you need to have all of the credit, all of the pre-approvals, the commitments. If there's money being transferred by parents, all of that's done. So you're in place. And if you're a seller, you want to make sure that you just don't get blindsided by, oh, this is the highest offer, so let me take it. You need to know all the terms of that deal. And you have every right to ask them. Because what you don't want to do is get tied up for two months, the person doesn't get a mortgage, and then you're back to square one again, and probably the rates are a little bit higher. So those are are, are really um, my big investors um, and my big, you know, things. Now, inflation. What do you think about inflation, Ace? Dottie, you think I think we're going to get a hold on up. it? Yeah, I think we'll definitely get a hold on it. We can discuss this next week. And, Dottie, it was a pleasure being on the show with you uh, once again every week. Oh, God, so. the hour's over already. Yeah. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. We'll be right back with Steve and Eve Ebert, and we'll be talking about legal. Ion Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.